greetings. <clears throat> now, yeah. I tell you, I, uh, boy, I had a six and a half hours straight deep sleep. And man, that really, you know, I mean, I may not be that awake right now. In fact, I could use another espresso, but, uh, yeah. Um, get your rest if you can, folks. And why would I sleep so soundly when uh, the order has been for the genocide of 7 billion people? And as I walk around, there's no one that seems to know or even understand they're not going to be here in three months. Maybe that's, you know, but, I, but what I always said was, maybe that's more humane. Yep. Okay. Maybe that's more humane, folks. I mean, I can take it. You will not be here in three months. Fine. Let's see what God says about it. Um, I'm here to tell you, though, I, I do believe. Uh, the reason I believe they're going to fail. And and um, no, I, I mean, I have no doubt the kill shot's there. It's It's amazing that humanity never woke up to the idea that these... You know, certain countries did. I, I have to tell you, uh, Denmark has no COVID restrictions. Did you know that? And they can't have, you know, the full-on, um, you know, a death shot. You know, the, 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 the hurry up and kill as many people as you can. Um, you know, they, they, they've given themselves till 2030 to kill off, you know, seven billion people right so they better get busy it's a lot of people at the same time there are little secrets out of the bag i mean in other words yes everyone knows they want to kill people but no one really thinks that you know they're going to do it but what the people don't understand is they are slated for extinction in the united states within a year now, that doesn't mean they're going to get it. But what that means is they want to kill you right now. So you don't have these COVID restrictions in Denmark. You Also, Sweden has gotten rid of all restrictions. Australia is the model for the United States. Total lockdown. But these other countries are free. And they bear witness to the idea that there's a murder plot. It's, it's got nothing to do with health. Or medicine. Medicine is just to keep you sick so they can keep selling you drugs. The whole point of the entire raison d'etre of these people is to kill, to let blood, to kill death cult. Because they are all possessed with that spirit. And that spirit demands sacrifice. That's why there's abortion. You know, and they use all these excuses of the mother and rape and, you know, whatever. But the real reason is because war and abortion serve to feed the monkey. They have to feed Satan to keep this system going or else the system will collapse. Seriously, if they cut abortion, it would collapse. So now they're going for the rights to abort, not based on the mother. They could care less about the mother. No abortion that cares about the fucking mother. The whole point 
is you got to have the blood quota or else you go down. And they believe the United States has been prosperous, blah, 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 all that stuff because of the war and bloodletting alone. That's a pretty heavy karmic burden, folks. That makes us look pretty bad. That war and abortion is why we're prosperous? But according to their system, that's that's what has to happen. But isn't it interesting how you're street Satanist, you know, you're basically know nothing, you know, never read a book Satanist, is out saying it's our religion to abort babies. It's got nothing to do with the the mother. It has nothing to do with the father. It has nothing to do with the, the, the fatherless homes. It has nothing to do with anything. It has to do with convincing people to of their own free will abort, meaning making it murder, because the ultrasound now proves that there's a baby in there, obviously a conscious being. The ultrasound proves it, so it's, it's not even a debate. And notice they don't debate anymore. They're just saying, we need it for our religion. That's a heavy, uh, wow, that's a really heavy admission. That means all you people that argued with me over all my life and the years, and you got mad and all this stuff, you've been defending people that are doing this as a sacrament, not as a help of the mother. Oh, you stupid people. Don't ever come to me again with one of your cockamamie stupid you know, jerk off arguments because you just don't have the wherewithal, the intellectual capacity to understand what you're even saying. I'm sure if the mother's life is in danger and there's certain circumstances or whatever, people have always been able to get an abortion. I mean, the abortions were running rampant back in the days of Molech. And what was the purpose then? To have the baby to feed to Molech. Many people would just offer up their firstborn back in those days in order to be prosperous because they're afraid of not having money, not having provision. When I told you that, you know, I call you right-wing bigot and all that, and it's right-wing because you're, it's not even because of, of, you know, Christ or God, any of it. All I ever wanted to do was name what it was. <laughs> Just name the tune, baby. And now, thank God, they've come out and admitted it. Now, I don't think your dumb idiot liberals are going to ever figure it out, or the, you know, the, the the staunch conservatives saying this is principle and God and all that, and they 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 don't care either. They all lie, both sides. No, the real basic reason for bloodletting in our society, whether it be war, abortion, abortion is a good one because it was approved of by Moloch. So abortion is to Moloch. And when the doctors do even their dismembering of the fetus and body parts for sale, they conduct a ritual during it and they say prayers and different things, you know, in ritual form. Those are the people that work the abortions. I mean, some are, you know, I guess atheists, they just do their job. But, you know, they, they don't care one way or the other. But, you know, a lot of them, let's just say a preponderance of them, admit that it's a satanic ritual, um, a ritual to their God, and it's a ritual to, that has to be done to keep 
the society going. Now, remember when Roe versus Wade happened and it became a reality? It was at a time where the economy was really struggling, you know, and, um, uh, you know, with recession and very high taxation. And, and one might admit that after the Roe v. Wade, after the abortion was going for a while for a few years, you have to admit the economy really, really skyrocketed. You know, <laughs> and especially along with Vietnam, and then at the aftermath of Vietnam, I mean, and then and then the buildup of the Cold War, the military-industrial complex, the tremendous, you know, I think Reagan spent a trillion dollars back then; it was unheard of on uh, on on you know um, ballistic inter intercontinental ballistic missiles, which which is. Uh, um, which was amazing because you see, and then of course nine eleven was the excuse to get into, um, um, you know, to to continue the wars that were continued, you know, back in the nineties when we had uh, the Saddam thing in Kuwait. Uh, just an excuse to keep on, you know, fighting. We had the Arab Spring of you know Obama. We had the. Uh, the, the the surge of George W. Bush, yes, the lovely George W. Bush, and we had the wonderful, um, you know, continued, you know, bloodletting of millions of people in the Middle East who are now becoming, I guess, refugees now. They can't make their minds up. These people are so fucking smart. All they really know is that. The club that they're in demands blood. And that was the bottom line with me when I discovered the way the world worked at a very, very young age, preteen. That it wasn't, it's not about, you know, the, the, you know, the pedophilia necessarily or the fact that the adults are going to rape all the children <laughs> or import ch- children to, to have orgies with or whatever, which was a big pretty big deal back in the 60s in, in say, Los Angeles. The, it's like a um, the free love movement was an excuse to get hands on children, which, you know, was, it's always that, you know, always been that. But that's not the focus. The focus is war. The focus is always war. Because that does the most damage and and causes the most trauma and lets the most blood. And if you understand that little thing about Satanism, Satan, you know, Satan, you know, the the dual nature of this world. If you understand that the whole thing is wrapped around blood sacrifice, then you understand the nature of the enemy. Which is um, obviously if enemy could get away with it, they would just simply kill off humanity. That would be the ultimate goal. And that's really the, re- the Great Reset is predicated on the destruction of humanity in its current form, but also depopulation, because by 2030, they, they're, they intend to have these Georgia Guidestones in line, right? So that would be leaving 500 million people on the earth compared to about 7.5 billion. Okay, so... So that's really the, the you know the the, 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 the goal, but it, it's always it's still in line with 
wars. For example, we're in a biological war right now, and um, we're not in a shooting war, but we're in a different kind of war, and we're in a war that Bill Gates had promised because he's, you know how you have Microsoft certification, right? And you have, every year you have to get updated to keep that certification, you know, in, in, in um, you know, valid, well, the same thing with the COV, the COV-2. Uh, it's a certificate of vaccination ID uh, um, and connection to AI, which is what uh, 19 means is AI. One would be A, nine would be I. And um, they think they're clever because they figure you won't ever figure that out. But it's not that clever. It's not that encoded. They just figure you'll never figure it out and that you're not going to really, um, what are you going to do about it? Right now, we're in the what, right now in the phase we're in, in this paradigm, we're in the what are you going to do about it phase. I'm Joe Biden. I'm going to put you under dictatorial rule like Australia is your model. If you, you want to see where you'll be in a year, look at Australia. Or we'll shoot you. Or I'll send nukes after you or whatever. He's like that. Denmark is open, Sweden open. I believe Japan predict Japan will be open. China doesn't vaccinate. It's a it's a choice there, so that's not an issue there. India doesn't vaccinate. That's a choice. That's a lot of billions of people between India and China. What is that about three billion people? Something like that. Um, Russia, there's no issue there. Uh, certain Eastern European countries, there's no issue there. <clears throat> um, it's only Western Europe and the United States and, of course, countries like, you know, the, the other similar um, democracies like, you know, Australia, New Zealand, etc. are marked for it. Uh, and the whole purpose of this, the, the new, of Australia, is to, um, you know, destroy the population, ultimately, is to bloodlet, not to just lock down. I mean, the, lock, the suffering is delicious. Beautiful. Do they love the suffering? The dictator there loves her suffering. Love. She's just, oh, man, she's orgasmic. It's really brought her back alive. I, I realize they don't have sex anymore. What they really do is they watch people suffer, and that gets them off. That's how, that's how Australia works. That's how, that's how Biden works. That's how Obama works. That's how Bush works. That's how they all work. They try to, you know, obfuscate with like their little, you know, movements like woke, Black Lives Matter, corporate fascism, basically, uh, neo-Marxist, uh, tip of the spear stuff. But they own it. It's all theirs. You know, the real, the real deal is you got people um, here who are um, awakened, and they can't control. And now they panicked, and they went ahead and they. They screwed the pooch and they uh, jumped the shark all at the same time. Okay? And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, they will lose their window and have lost it. Already. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know what it takes for decent, brave people to respond like, yes, I don't want you to hurt my child. <clears throat> They're playing this game of concealment where they're concealing their plan. Nothing's been concealed from me from, from day one. 
We've been out ahead of them, years ahead of them, for the entire time I've been talking on podcasts. We've been, everything we've talked about seems to come to pass. But I've always said, they will have no new world order. I mean, they're openly calling it the new world order now. In Australia, here they're saying, you need to uh, comply with the new world order, meaning you need to take the jab to comply. But it's not the world, bitch. It's not the world, you stupid bitch in Australia. You Jezebel, the dogs are going to rip you to shreds. You're going to be drawn and quartered, baby. Because when the people get a hold of you, there won't be anything left to bury. And that's how, I mean, people, do you realize they're hauling people off to camps now? And I said, there is no such thing as a, as a quarantine camp. Look, can we get this through our head? There are no quarantine camps. They are all death camps, everyone, worldwide. They have to get rid of 7 billion people by 2030. Come on, wake up. It's all written down. It's all, you can go read it online, read it anywhere you want. Agenda 2030, Great Reset, all these things are available to everybody. You know, Gates and these guys have proven the governments work for them. Corporations work for them. They're all in alignment in their little club, their death cult. And that your government, you don't have a government in the United States. There is no USA. Not as long as they run everything. So got to remember that your congressman is going to go to Washington and your congressman is going to clean this mess up. Uh, no. The only thing that those assholes understand is force. Like, if you don't do what we tell you to do, we're going to throw you in jail the next day. Or worse. That's all they understand. They only understand force, folks. They don't understand uh, democracy. They don't understand a representational uh, republic. They don't understand voting. As you know, when they installed Biden, they just did that to mock you, too. Because they're, they're pulling all the strings behind the scenes and telling him what to do. Making him the fall guy. Making you focus on him rather than the real problem. Jen Psaki is more powerful than Biden. She is. She may have that role, but what her real role is, is she's a murderer. Jen Psaki is a murderer. And she wants to murder your children. And all this sounds a little bit extreme because I'm always way out ahead, but this is, look, I'm just giving you the heart and soul of what it is. This is what they want. But you have China, you have India, you have Denmark, you have Sweden, and you have other countries and nations around the world waking up to this so they can't get it done unless everybody's on board therefore as f daniel says no they have failed because they needed a solid paradigm the paradigm is broken there is no paradigm shift it's paradigm lost And these countries, God bless them. Speaking of Denmark, 
I just saw one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Just one of the best. And it kind of reminds me of the smart movies America used to do back in the days of like, well, I don't even want to be like that. You know, that makes me sound old. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you're fans of Mads Mikkelsen, uh, the great Danish actor. Well, the, our friends, the Danes, have come up with a great movie, blows all the American movies away completely. And it's just a little movie. Just, it's just, it's not even, it's a big kind of an ensemble character piece with fantastic acting. Oh, uh, Riders of Justice, it's called. Not, not the greatest title because it's, remember, it's a Danish movie and they're translating. And you know, you see it with subtitles, but like I say, if you actually want to see a good movie, what I consider a good movie, um, which is nothing from here for some time now. We keep apologizing. Oh, this is a great movie. Yeah, it's got uh, Jason Statham in it. And, uh, you know, The Wrath of Man and things like that. It was great. But no, no, no. Take a look at this one, Riders of Justice. Then you tell me the way everything else against that. And you tell me when the United States has been producing good movies. When Netflix has been putting out those great movies. I admit Netflix puts out a, a damn good documentary. They do that. And that's something. But it's almost like the... The real storytelling has kind of gone to Scandinavia. <laughs> not that it, not, I mean, it was there already, you know, the, you know, Ingmar Bergman and all that. Well, anyway, so what are we going to say here? When I say paradise lost, paradigm lost, what I mean is contingent and dependent upon people in these Popular, you know, Australia, New Zealand, um, you know, Western Europe, you know, deciding they don't want to be exterminated. Because I think the way they want to roll it now is they think, well, we'll exterminate them in the United States, exterminate Europe, you know, final solution, Adolf Hitler. Same, they're the same cult that came out of, um, uh, you know, Germany. It's the same people, you know, funded by the, you know, the Russell Trust, Skull and Bones at Yale, um, you know, big think tanks, uh, corporatocracy, you know, corporate fascism of uh, your big corporations, big tech. And they're all in on this. The murder of, you know, 300 million shouldn't be that hard in America. And then meanwhile, bring in, you know, replacements. But make no mistake about it, this is nothing, there is no COVID, there is no none of that. All the medical tyranny is used for is an excuse to kill people. Because the real goal is bloodletting. And the real, the real um, situation is in honor of their gods, so that they can be liberated into eternity without death, which is the goal, the singularity. You know, Kurzweil. I got to throw in Friedhoff Capra into the list and the whole gang at Parabola. All these uh, people, they, they, they claim to follow the old gods and they, they do you know, you know, books on like Parabola about you know, mythology and ideas and poetry and you know how cool Buddhism is and all that. It's just all an excuse. They have nothing. They could care less. You know, the Aquarian Revolution, they could care less the Tao of physics, they could care less.
<laughs> Friedhof Capra. What a joke he is. I used to read his stuff just so that every other line I could refute 10 ways to Sunday and show that he's an idiot. But he writes like, like you know, people listen to him like, oh, he's a genius. And he's a genius like, you know, it's just like Kurzweil and the rest of them. They're all vying for this uh, world order. And they're all being animated by the same, you know, uh, spirit, which is, you know, desirous of immortality. And, you know, and breaking the paradigm themselves and getting out from beyond this simulation. They're under it, too. They're not controlling it. It's being controlled by non-human, you know, entities. And so, you know, we're trapped here, in a sense. And there is a way out, but if no one wants to hear it. So we're not going to go there right now. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about this. How do you survive when they're trying to kill you. And the answer is, you get as many people to awaken. The sleeper must awaken. Remember Dune? Isn't it funny they're bringing Dune back and the Matrix back? Matrix back, I, I predict, will not go well. No, I, I, could, I could see, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, scratch that off the list. Because it was the trailer was all basically action, no ideas. So um, <laughs> we're further in the ideas here on the Zeph report than they'll ever be. I mean, it's 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 we're we're just on the verge of this complete shattering of reality, which is what they're trying to talk about. But they're you know it's 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 okay. You know, let them have their you know movie and try to bask in the glory of the old days and see what the new technology is for the new computers and. <clears throat> and the you know they can now get up there as two transgender filmmakers, which I think is like probably three quarters of it to to be you know a leadership example for the uh, for the new generation coming up. The whole purpose of which is to you know why would you want to feminize the men? What what's the purpose of feminizing men? It's, it's in China now. They say no more girly men on in movies. They just pull the plug on that. Right, where they're promoting it here. Why do you think China would promote, quote, girly men here and not there in China? Why would they? That's their term, girly men, not mine. So if you got a problem, social justice warrior, you go right to the source, Xi Jinping, and yell at him, okay? Do not bother with me. I'm not the one that, you know, kills gays for being gay. They do. So you take your little your little ass and you get the hell over there. Start demonstrating in, you know, in 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 Beijing, okay? And quit being a hypocrite. It's disgusting for young people need to be more idealistic. That's what they're there for. To remind us all of us corrupt people that uh there's a more pure way. So come on, get with it. Skedaddle. Boy, boy. I know. It pains me to see them trying to bring in a communist, you know, uh, Marxist system and and then pushing the LGBTQ and all that when it's illegal in China, where it's the Chinese system they're pushing, making them the ultimate stupid hypocrites of all time. Of all time, ever since a human drew breath. 
of all time ever. Biggest hypocrites. You'd think they would see, oh, you see the Chinese are like, they're editing all our scripts and they're making Hollywood do this and they're making us do that. They're funding all this Black Lives Matter and, and woke culture and all this stuff. Cancel culture. They're canceling anything they don't like. And then, oh my God, they're misogynist. Oh my God, they're baby killers. Oh my God, they're trafficking organs. Oh my God, they're slave drivers and they've enslaved American athletes. Oh my God, it's so awful. Why, we better get over there and say something. No, it's the white man is causing it. Get him. Yeah. The ultimate hypocrites of all time in all ways, and I know it. And that's why I laugh. Because they're so dumb, they don't realize how they've been duped into being the ultimate hypocrites. What's the purpose of being an ultimate hypocrite? To destroy your credibility in the, in the end. That you never had anything to say, you got nothing to say, and everything you've done is for nothing. That's the point. To be able to deconstruct it so that the Chinese can, you know, Lord Supreme, when that day comes for them to pull the fucking plug. And they will. And on that day, you'll see real slavery. You know, oh, you remember the Falun Gong? Oh, well, I guess we better go dismember you and take your organs. Yeah, you'll see that kind of stuff. What do you think of that, social justice warrior, huh? How about that one? How about that one? All you people race baiting. How about all you racists out there that... You know, hate uh, all you white people that hate white people, you racist. Get over there and get in front of Xi Jinping and ask him what he thinks about gay people. What he thinks about black people. What he thinks about anybody besides Chinese. (laughs) And you'll find that he doesn't like people. Everybody else has to be a subcategory. That's called racism. That's real. You can't handle real racism, where it's just like 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 endemic and systemic, beyond systemic. It's 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 biological racism. Oh yeah, come on, come on, hypocrite, make your move. Well, you're just like you know. You said like you you must be a Trump supporter. No, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm certainly not a Biden supporter. I take each issue as it comes. I'm just against, you know, uh, you know, the, the whole youth being wasted as hypocrites and dumb fucks. Your enemy is the corporatocracy. Some of you have figured out that corporate fascism is your enemy. That means corporations that are too large multinational corporations have combined with other corporations and banks to keep you enslaved. Okay, that's one thing I'm personally against. We can even align there. I'm against the hypocrisy of worshiping the Chinese while uh, they do all their atrocities, while people here don't do anything and they get attacked for no good reason except that your controllers made you do it because you have no mind of your own. <clears throat> and we all know that. And we've all forgiven that because it's pretty cute when you're 23 years old. You know what I mean? Right? But we, we, you're expected to kind of mature. 
and understand the way the world really works. And understand it's got nothing to do with your pet grievances and your pet peeves and your pet uh, you know causes. But it, it does it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with you being dead and me being dead. And that's how we what we have in common. And the one that wants us dead is our enemy. Understand? E-N-E-M-Y. The one who wants us dead. Okay, do you understand? We're on the same side. You understand? No, I know. They teach you that if anyone starts telling you the truth like me, you reject us as a, you know, bigot, racist, whatever. I, I understand. You have cult programming. But you understand that the people that want you dead right, are working at that. And it has nothing to do with your little causes and your, you know, not having equity. You're, you're being, you know, you're being you know, wooed by, by uh, you know, neo-Marxism and the idea that one day you're going to have all this income and equity and everything's going to be kumbaya. As soon as we get rid of da, 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 the white people, as soon as we get rid of the people of the South, as soon as we get rid of, oh, got to get rid of these... Uh, Liberal hypocrites in, in Washington. Oh, no, now we've got to get rid of the banks. Oh, no, now we've got to get... We shouldn't have any, you know, all those bank logos are racist. we got to get rid of those, huh? Make you feel better, get rid of the statues. You think you're really going to be a big man, big... You think you're liberated now? You think... The, do, you, do you even know what, what, the, what the statue is that you're tearing down? Do you even understand anything about U.S. history, anything about history, anything about anything, anything about the Renaissance, anything about uh, the Dark Ages, anything about, uh, uh, you know, religions. Any, do you know anything about really anything? You know, and then, right? And you find out, of course not, because that's how they can be duped. That's how it's easy to take them over, by putting social pressure on them, getting them to conform, and then getting them to march and burn stuff down. It's easy to do. Because they can't think. Because they don't work it through. Because they don't want to be alone. Because they want to be part of the group. They want to be accepted. They want to be at the cool kids table. They want to be rewarded. The one paying your reward is the one that wants you dead. Do you understand? Of course not. Never mind. There's so many never minds here. So many disconnects with young people. And the reason is, is because you've had teachers in high school and grade school telling them to hate themselves, hate America, hate everything, and, you know, and, and worship anything exotic like Chinese dictatorships. What's really funny is seeing like a guy like LeBron James, the old King James, you know, there he is, the ultimate basketball player, you know, completely owned by China, and then watching him bow down like a slave. And it's, and it's like, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that, can't he see that we can see that? Can't he see that we see he's a willing slave to the global corporatocracy and hypocrisy of China that hates black people? And I don't mean, you know, the, the bulk of billions of Chinese people. I'm just talking about the main thrust of the, the Chinese Communist Party. Well, I'm not going to spend more time on that because that's, you know, we've, you've, you've heard that, you know, I'm sure this is not the first time you've heard about the, uh, the fact that, you know, 
the corporations aligned with China are pulling the strings for a Chinese-dominated future with a Chinese government uh, ruling over people that stay enslaved while the, while the beautiful people get to play in the fields of Elysium. You've heard that before, right? You've seen before that uh, AI runs things, right? You know they 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 actually have that all set up, and they 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 think it's a god that's talking to them. It's really a machine. Therefore, it's weak. It's only as weak as who made it. Therefore, folks. Therefore, this. Listen. Their paradigm cannot hold up, unlike the Terminator, or unlike Oblivion, or unlike Elysium, all great movies. Unlike those things, they can't win if the human consciousness uh, obliterates the simulacra. Meaning, you see through it you don't believe it anymore when that, uh, what, what's the name, the Supreme Socialist, uh, you know, KKK leader Biden speaks. You don't believe it when he says, we've been really nice to you, waiting around patiently for you to take the shot. We've been patient, but now you're going to take it. And when he says that, you know that there's something wrong. So to protect you and your family, you say no. Because you know that when people start threatening you, there's something very, 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 very wrong. Okay, that's enough of the barking, Josh. That's just, you know, that's been going on and on and on. That's not even fair. If you like sleep and you like, you know, not fair. It's not fair. No, there's not even a coyote there. Well, it's not fair. I understand that, and because they're trying to come down and eat the apples, right? Because well, what I'm saying is they they've got to you know somehow. This thing has really intensified the last couple of weeks. It's just wall to wall barking now. Blame it on the apples. Well, how much longer do the apples go? Um, what we've got? We've got all the ones on the floor gone. Yeah. We actually are able to grow apples here, which is amazing. I've been having, you know, it takes about 10 apples to make a really big pitcher of apple juice, you know, fresh from the trees. So that goes through 10 a day, you know what I mean? And it's still, there's thousands of them. In, in New Mexico, of all places, where you can't grow anything. Right. God's doing a new thing. So my prediction is, as long as Sweden is a witness, as long as Denmark is a witness, even though admittedly small countries, as long as China, the Chinese people are a witness, as long as India is a witness... And that is a witness to the atrocities being being done by these Nazi assholes in, in Australia. 
and this fucking Nazi regime here in America, and this, you know, or if you like, this Chinese Communist Party regime dictating what to do to these countries. Lock them down, torture them, and build. We, you understand that it's, it's not about torturing forever. It's not 1984. It's extermination. Like the bug, you know, bug extermination. They're just going to spray you eventually with shit. They just want you dead by 2030. That's the, right? So with people waking up, they can't get it done. With conscience rising, they can't get it done. The only way they could win is if these fucking dupes out here, these stupid people walking around doing nothing with their thumb up their ass, sit there and keep taking it and bow down even lower. So, because I am predicting civil disobedience, I predict that the entire paradigm is lost. That is their paradigm, not my paradigm. I don't have a paradigm. My paradigm is God, period. You know, my, peri- my, my paradigm is Jesus is him crucified, period. My, my, my paradigm is the way, the truth, and life, period. My paradigm is, is not, my, not mine. I don't have a paradigm. I just want to do whatever God has for me to do and whatever is next. And I don't even know why he has me doing things I do, but I do them because he has me doing them. And I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I see a lot of people trying to be, you know, a lot of young people that are, that work in, you know, things like films that I'm involved in at this point. And I see them all wanting to be stars and to be beloved, to be in all your homes and to, have you know them by their name and to have that, you know, fan to star, you know, idolatry. And I'm kind of like, well, I it just, it doesn't, it, with me, you know, in my situation, that would never occur to me. <laughs> no, I understand, you know, youth and, and why and people want to be stars and all that. You know, I understand. I'm, nothing I say is going to convince them otherwise. They have to learn their lessons on their own. But you would think that if, you know, when AOC, remember AOC and, and what's his name that, that, uh, Beto O'Rourke, what's his name, O'Rourke, what, the, the, the guy in Texas, and then, you know, Bernie Sanders and some of the others, they talk about global warming and then, and Greta, right, Greta Thunberg. We won't be here in 10 years, they would say. Uh, duh! Yes, that's correct! Not for the reason they're saying, for the so-called global warming, but they won't be here in 10 years. When they said that, they weren't kidding. 12 years at the most, uh, AOC said two years ago. 12 years at the most. She's talking about extermination. It has happened on this planet before. It gets to a certain point that it's exterminated. Then it starts again. I, I don't know why. but it's you're not exterminated if you leave how do you leave the paradigm breaks the paradigm breaks when the levy breaks right the paradigm breaks and you are set free because you know the whole thing depends on your you know buying into the the, the illusion time space governments 
uh, you know, some sort of social order. It's all wrong. It's all a lie. There is no social order. The only social order there is is death. What are you going to do? If you want to reorganize having an economy, again? you know, rebuild America, what are you going to do? Have, have rep, do the same thing? Have representatives and people voting and all that the same way? Well, won't there be some sort of spiritual life to it? Without that spiritual life, I don't care what government you have, it's going to get corrupt and go down the tubes. And they know this. Anyway, this is very interesting to me. I, I, I try not to get frustrated with my fellow man, especially, you know, here in New Mexico is all I have, and I look around and I, I, wish, I wish there was a way I could break their programming I don't know, I, you know, I, I don't know that they shoot an awful lot of people around here are dead already. Thousands and thousands of them, you know. And the people here are too dumb to realize that they're being killed. They think it's like this COVID thing that's you know, killing them. And they don't realize that the whole thing is a plot against them in particular. But they can't get their mind around the idea that the government would want to hurt them. Yeah, that there's a big plan in place that involves all the governments of the world that they exterminate their people in order for them not to be mistreated. See, in other words, it's like they're all acting like they have a gun to their head, right? Like they got to get this done now. Denmark doesn't feel that way. Sweden doesn't feel that way. India doesn't feel that way. So you have to understand, please, please, please. The, the truth that I'm speaking here today is a very, very simple truth. Easily seen by all. No need of, of debate. There is no debate involved in when it's a basic truth like the sun is up, the sky is blue. That's, you don't debate that. You know, they've, the, basically the evidence is all there. It's plain as black and white. It's very, very clear. That basically by 2030, uh, they 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 prefer a, a clean Earth without human. If there is human, they'd be biological androids or something, you know. So, you know, it's very very clear, very simple. They can't get their new world order though. They're already calling it the new world order, by the way. In Australia, it's almost it's almost they're they're correcting the term on Twitter. I know, but uh, yesterday they said well. She said, New World Order, that's a mis... You know, they tried to keep mind-controlling people. I mean, why are Hollywood people so dumb? Answer, because their paycheck comes from the globalists, from the Klaus Schwab's, from the glo global corporatocracy. That's why. Or the Chinese government, in the case of King James. That's why. It's simple. They're bought and paid for, that's why. They're just little puppets. They're just little Muppets. You know, that's why I don't really pay mine to, you know, I mean, I, I admit that some people become celebrities because of their talent. I reckon that men, that movie that of, with Mads Mikkelsen, a great actor, and uh, the, the, you know, probably one of the greatest in the world, if not the greatest right now in the world, uh, who is, is a, a Danish actor in a Danish film called Riders of Justice. I just gave you probably the best movie of the year, as far as I as far as I'm concerned. 
Well, one of. I mean, very inventive, very, uh, not a huge budget, but, you know, just, we got a great review on Girl Next uh, yesterday. I mean, just whoever this was, uh, Mike, producer Mike sent it to me, and they really were incisive about the, uh, um, about the film and about what's in it and about the plot. They knew everything about the plot and they recounted it and then they, they talked about, you know, the psychedelic nature of it and, you know, the plot and how it's, you know, really, you know, hallucinatory at times and dreamy and, and then it's, and then it's not. And then how Larry, the director, takes you on this journey where you, the, the audience, have to figure it out. Right, you guys, you got to figure it out while you're going. You know what I mean? It's not like it's, we're not going to hand it to you. And I, I told you that from the beginning. But that's great to have a reviewer that really. It's I posted on Facebook. Mike has it. I, you know, he he sent it to us last night, and it was really, really because we don't we don't know these. You know, these reviews are popping up for people we don't know them. You know, we don't we don't pay for their publicity. We don't pay them to be in their magazine. Nothing. We don't know them. And to have them really have paid attention, you know, is, uh, uh, you know, extraordinary. It's just, it's really great that they actually got, you know, what, what the effort was all about. Well, the movie is really about, yeah, it's so funny. The movie is about this. It's about the world as a simulation. I know it starts off being about, you know, you know, human trafficking, but, it, it arrives in a completely different place. It kind of is a... I really don't even know what else to say about it. You just have to, you know, go on the ride. It's like going on a little ride at an amusement park. You know what I mean? You don't wind up in the same place you left. And um, so it's, it's, it's uh, you know, for what we had to work with in the very, very low... But I would almost call it a micro-budget. For what we had to work with and everything, I think it just—they had—they'd had some really nice things to say about our lead actress, a first-timer Lacey Co-Fran. Some great, uh, great uh, talk about her. Boy, if I were her, I would take that straight to a manager, or whatever. It was from a site called All Horror, so it's a horror, you know, kind of oriented. Uh, but uh, you know, some some great things to say about the other acting as well. But they—they they focused on her, and I thought that was. Really quite uh, <clears throat> quite nice. I mean, I, I hope she sees it. I don't know where the actors are. There's a couple of them that are that are really dedicated to working. A couple of them, they, they might, I don't know what they're going to do with their lives. But it's their lives, you know. If they want to act, then they can act. If they don't, they don't. The beauty of it is that, that people have never seen these characters before. They're, they're not shop-worn. They're... They're just new actors, you know. They're people that you don't really know, but then you see them, and then you start to appreciate how good they are after you see it a few times. You have to kind of see it a couple of times to get used to it. When you see new actors, they're not often accepted. Like when you see a movie star, you accept their dialogue and their performance right off the bat pretty much. You know what I mean? You accept they're a real character, and you kind of go with, you know, you suspend your disbelief. But when you see new people, it takes you a while to get adjusted. Like sometimes you reject them out of hand, then you come back. You know, they ha people have to get used to you. You know, they, they, they that's the beauty of stars. They're already used to you, but then the star doesn't have to work as hard. So it's, it's nice to have an indie film with people you don't know that you have credibility. So you just go with it. And then you have a, a really experience that's not 
couched in cliche or some actor you've seen a million times, like Nicolas Cage, you've seen him in a million movies. And he's okay. You know, I, 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 I don't mind him, you know. Uh, but uh, someone new there would be more fresh for me. Sorry to say that, but that's just because I believe he's been overexposed. You know, there's such a thing as doing too many movies. Uh, you know, same thing with uh, some, of these, some other people have done that. They're just trying to get as many, you know, get as many paychecks as they can. I understand in his case he has financial issues. So, so whatever, he'll do as many as he can. And uh, um, But he's always worked a lot. He's always been good. I remember I saw him in a, in a sharper image store. And there was, he had some guy with him, a manager, a handler of some kind. That's what I thought. And he just seemed kind of otherworldly. Like he did, he wouldn't know how to like write a check or <laughs> just seemed like he was in another space altogether than, 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 than civilians, I would, I would say. But not to make being a Hollywood star too, you know, too. It's, they're like, kind of like politicians. There are politicians that don't know how to balance the checkbook because they've, right, they've been taken care of by the government their whole lives. Yeah, see, you do get that, that insular kind of uh, um, thing with, with movie stars and stuff. And and it's not their fault. It's just that they're handled from morning, you know, noon to night every day, so coddled like children. And so they become like big children. That's okay with me. I don't could care less i you know i've got my own issues if people can live you know deluded if they want that they're you know somehow different from everybody else and all that but they still have to die they still have to die they still are going to die they still get sick they still hurt they suffer so we're all pretty much in the same boat Anyway, so I believe it's paradigm. You can't pull off this paradigm and have Denmark, Sweden, India, China, and soon, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen to Australia. I never finished this about Australia. So I saw footage or heard footage, you know, heard audio from inside the, uh, uh, the quarantine camp. And after two weeks, the guy wanted to leave. And they wouldn't let him. And they said, if you try to leave one more time, we're going to pepper spray you. You're st-. And I said, we told you. Once you go in there, they're not going to let you out. Don't you understand? People, listen. Everyone in the sound of my voice, please understand. They're not going to let you out of these quarantine camps. That's not the purpose. Quarantine has nothing to do with anything. Throw all that COVID quarantine of jabs, all that out. CDC, throw it out. It's about pure takeover and depopulation. The quarantine camps that they're building here too are for to gas people eventually or some other method to death and then exterminate the, uh, you know, eliminate the bodies through probably burning in crematoriums. You know, that... That's not much different than they're trying to go back to nineteen, you know, forty, you know, forty-two Nazi Germany or something. They're trying to go back in time to a. They're even wearing clothes that look like you know. What if the Fourth Reich had won? You know, Third Reich had won, and now there's the Fourth Reich. 
It's the Reich. It's German. It's German. It's Nazi. It's the old Nazi, the old gods from Germany, Bavarian Illuminism. It's it's that same thing. Jacobins, it's the same thing. You Freemasons, it's the same thing. Russell Trust, Skull and Bones, you know, Club of Rome, uh, you, you know, Vatican. You know, all all of this is going on. But um, please, please, you know, for people, left, right, Buddhist, Christian, whatever you are, please understand that they're attempting to take that, when they take your freedom, the Hollywood people are sold out. They don't have freedom. So when you say you want freedom, they call you a bigot. But it's because they're already owned and operated. They're already gone. They, they Look, it's not your fault. They sold out on their own free will. They, 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 you know, they did it. They wanted to be rich and famous and stars, and, and, and the only way they could get it was to bow down to Satan. So they, they went that way. I don't blame them. It's certainly logical. But they're not in a position to tell me what to do with my life. And how dare they try to tell me to be jabbed or do this or put things in my body. Boy, they're all about it's my body when it comes to abortion, the big, you know, the the, the big, you know, blood blood ritual that they do. And by the way, everybody that is for abortion gets a benefit from abortion. They get perks in their lives. They get extra paychecks. They have employment. They have a house. And they know it's tied to that blood. They don't say anything about it. They never will. They're not going to tell you they're a Satanist or anything until they try to take abortion away. Then they go, oh, that's our, that's our right. That's our privilege because that's our religion. They're finally saying it out in the open. Okay, Zeph report. Ka-ching. I'm vindicated. I'm vindicated. I told you that. They laughed and mocked at me, but now they are saying it openly, so now I am vindicated. And everything I've told you has been vindicated, so everything should be pretty clear now. The, the greatest thing I've told you, I've tried to zoom you ahead five years and say, look, it's not quarantine, it's death. Do you ever see people come out of the camps once they go? Has anyone ever come out of the camp in Canada? Some people have. But are there not more and more being piled up? Canada is like really down with the program of Klaus Schwab. Klaus could kill people and he just laughed his ass off at how silly and stupid, how easy it is to kill people. I'm sure he loves to torture animals and who knows what else. People, things, children, who knows. His appetite must be vast. But what do I care about that? What I care about is that this, it's the paradigm, okay? It's the fact that they're going to lose. Now I've worked every permutation of this over in my head. My my brain computer has worked every aspect of this out. And the only way they could win, they have like a one in a hundred chance to win, the only way they could is if India, China, of course China's already calling the shots, but 
You know what I mean. But they can only call the shots through their puppets. Who is China's puppet? But Joe China Biden is the puppet. So he said everything he says is puppet talk, puppet robot talk, puppet talk, robot talk, puppet talk. Not to be believed that, look, if you see your friends that they're saying, oh, we're liberal and we really love Joe Biden and all that, they're completely duped and gone. Don't bother with them. They're, they're under a delusion. They're probably going to die. Well, if they keep getting more jabs that's designed to make you sick, they will eventually get sick. Being terminally sick, you know, dead. But that's their free will decision. You see, all this is ultimately spiritual. It's all about what you're going to do with your free will. It's all about your connection to God. It's all about what God is doing with this paradigm. This thing is obliterating. It's falling apart. And what's next? There is no paradigm. The new Jerusalem is not a paradigm. The kingdom of God is not a paradigm. It's just real reality. What Friedhoff Capra begged to know well, through his Tao of Physics is, is there a way to break out of this simulation, this illusion? This is what all the top quantum physicists are all about. And into the truth of whatever God is or whatever we are or whatever the thing is supposed to be. I think every one of us agrees on one thing, no matter where we're coming from. This is not real and this is not normal. Can we all at least agree on that? Uh, you can try to make this your home. I suppose if you have an attitude like you're on the you know sunny side of the street, you know, but you're going to have those sick days and you're going to have those di days where you die, where you're dying and die, where you're dying and then you die. So that would kind of like put a, you know, if that doesn't bother you, then you can just smile all the way into death and you could say this was what it was all about. But to me, this isn't what the, 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 the gnawing thing here for me has been always a sense that there's this other world that's the real world. And that I'm in this thing, you know, kind of against my free will, but, uh, but my free will is engaged here. And that I'm living in this in this uh, simulated universe, and all I have to do is think and change my consciousness, and then the things that happen to me, I'll change according to my change within my own consciousness, you know, and or prayer, which also changes consciousness. So I change consciousness through prayer, and then the things that happen to me, the people I talk to, things that events that occur, all change according to my consciousness, according to my, but it's according to my ongoing consciousness, not according to my, prayer kind of dials in a consciousness, but if you go right back to negativity or fear, which is the way, really the way they control, then bad things are going to happen to you. But if you're not, I mean, if you're in fear right now, then there's, it doesn't matter what I say. If you're, you know, kind of looking around and trying to prep for the fact that you're going to be exterminated like a bug with some cheap bug spray, uh, you know, that's all you're worrying about, then you're living out of fear that nothing's going to change for you. You're just going to, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see it'll all come to pass. 
But for those of us who are more um, that realize we have, you know, not control over destiny, but we have a destiny that's not this, we're that we know that this will all change. And that, you know, they may succeed in killing a lot of us or half of us or whatever. If they do, that's, 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 you know, it's no, 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 nothing to feel bad about. It's okay to die. You know, you're going to be fine. Yeah, it's okay to die. I saw this movie, I think it was Robert Duvall in the movie. They're rocking across China. They didn't have any water. It was, one of them was going to die. And he goes, it's okay. It's okay to die. Yeah, go ahead. It's okay. Don't worry about it. And uh, some pretty good advice. Sometimes the, the number's up and you just got to die. Just like you got to give birth. The baby's ready and you've got to give birth. You know, the, the day is up. Who knows when? It could be when you're young. It could be when you're older if you're, if you're fortunate. It's good to see all these things. It's good for me to have surveyed all this over 20 years on the Zephyr Report and then before that and then leading up to where I am now because it's really given me uh, most of the things that disturb me and traumatize me I'm settled, are settled now. You know, I've seen them uh, again. I saw them before and then and now I'm seeing them again and then I see them again in other people's lives. I'm going, ah, okay, okay. So we have to, what do we have to learn here? That there are certain patterns that can be evoked by our, our minds, our thoughts. A lot of our own destiny is, 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 is implicated in our thoughts too. Like if I'm negative all the time, I think they're going to bash the door down. They might, you know, if I'm, um, seeing a greater, you know, future, a greater, you know, eternal life and all those things. I'm going to be drawn to visions and things that have to do with eternity and, and doors and, and portals. And, and I'm so interested in all the physics of it all, how it all works and the secrets. I mean, God in the Bible says, you know, if you come to me, I, I will show you things that you cannot know. Do you recall the scripture? You recall it, Trish? God says to us, I will show you the deep things, things that you cannot know, I will show you. If you hearken unto me, if you ask me, I will show you those things. I would think any scientist, any physicist worth their salt would be you know, asking the Lord, because if you ask the Lord for wisdom, he will give you wisdom. If you ask the Lord for anything and then you receive it, it's no delusion, man. That's real, that happened. When the enemy wants to come along and say, you didn't really see that. That really didn't happen. That was just positive thinking. Anyone can think positive and have that result. Well, in this case, I prayed in Jesus' name and, uh, and I, you know, and, and I received the answer to the prayer immediately. And it was, it, all glory goes to God. It had nothing to do with me. You could do the same thing by thinking about the object, uh, thinking about the thing you wanted and visualizing it and then realizing it's possible and then receiving it. Uh, yes, I know that, that 
the, the sorcerers and all that, they envision it already having happened, don't they? And then when it happens, they go, you see, I manifested that. The only danger in that kind of attitude is eventually you get cut off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because God hates that. You giving all the glory to yourself? Oh, no, God hates that. To God be the glory, man. Because ultimately, we're just I am, you know. There, there, there's just you know, there's there's not really much differentiation between anything. It's we are just I am. That's all there is. So, that, going from that paradigm, that paradigm, but that uh, reality, okay, reality that is not a model. Paradigm means a model. It's a model, like it's a you know, a paradigmatic simulation, okay is a simulation model. A simulation model. Paradigm is a model. Paradigmatic means it's something modeled. Right? We imitate the creation. It's within our cells. It's within our DNA. We create a fireplace. And that's the hearth or the heart the hearth, the heart of the house. And that's the sacred place of the house. This is, that's the center of the house. That's the axis mundi. That's the, the center point of, uh, you know, contact with, you know, the, 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 the ultimate reality, right? So in a sense, though, when we have a house and a hearth or a fireplace, things emanate from that place and have lesser or more importance but it's all kind of centering around that in the households or it might be the kitchen or it might be you know um, wh wherever it is we tend to set up sacred spaces we tend to um, continue to to uh, you know repeat the paradigmatic model for for life you know the spiral of life we tend to keep repeating that and our cells repeat that, and our, you know, protons and neurons, and you know, they repeat that, and, and everything seems to repeat the same model. Well, it's fascinating, yeah. It's awesome thinking about that. But what we're doing here today is we're talking about the fact that this model that we've been used to for all our lives is about gone. And it's not going to be replaced with it. They're calling what's what's left here the New World Order. There's nothing uh, New World Order about it. They don't have everything and everyone on board. And it's now decaying. Because what they should have done by 2030 should have been done by 2020. But because it wasn't, communications increased so much, knowledge increased, and they were able to, for a time, have control of the world, but then they lost it. They lost control of the world because the communication and the knowledge was too great, and they couldn't stem the tide and put enough propaganda out to curb the, the, the programming their way. And so people in countries waking up here and there are a little bit like putting holes in the hull of the boat and the leaks and the leaks and the leaks 
until finally the boat is about going to go down and then the people on board are going to drown because they can't compete with light. They can't compete with knowledge. They can't complete, compete with God. They can't have a separate thing with God. When, when God has his people here, he's going to take care of us. And therefore, he's going to hurt them. Oh, they know that. That's why they call Christians the enemy. You know, they, they figure they would corrupt all the churches, which they did with Masons. They corrupted all the churches, made them Luciferian. And even that didn't, didn't really help. Well, you don't need to be in a church to have, uh, you know, a connection to God, do you? Okay, game over, period. If you feel you need to be in a building to have a connection with God, you're sadly deluded, and you need to go out to the wilderness somewhere and have a little talk with, with your, you know, maker, as it were. I can tell you this. I'm thrilled I am very happy that uh, there will be, you know, and there will, you know, there's hardship. I mean, I feel very sorry for these people in, who've been taken to quarantine camps in Australia. I'm very sorry for you guys, man. You know, knowing that that they 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 want, they don't, they're not gonna let you go home. Yes. They'll make you act up, is what they'll do. And then when you break the rule, then they'll say, oh, you got to stay here another two weeks. I mean, I know how it works. Believe me, I've been in their systems. I know all how incarceration works. And uh, the only way you're going to get out of there is to play the game. When I tell you guys who are in the quarantine camps, you're imprisoned. What you have to do is play the game. Be good model citizens. Get yourself a life with Jesus. Make that prison cell a, a uh, you know, a paradise. And, uh, you know, try to be helpful to the other inmates. And you'll get free that way a lot faster. You know, be friendly with the guards as well. Well, I'm sure that in your quarantine camp you have guards, right? You have like a, like a nurse thing going on, Nazi nurse. Nazi nurse and mainly, mainly thugs, right? Guys in little white outfits, you know, little khaki outfits or something like that, walking around, making sure you stay in your room and you, you, you know. Have we seen video of anyone that's sick in the quarantine camp? Have you seen video of the quarantine camp in Australia? I've seen some video. I, I saw all the people were well, they're very well. See, that's the other point, is to show that you don't have to show symptoms to be hauled off to the camp and then no one will do anything. Now, look, for you Australians, your your police and your stupid thugs down there, they're all retards, okay? They have an IQ of you know, 40. They let their guns hang out of their holsters. Do I need to spell it out for you? Have you seen the, the videotape of the guns? I don't want to say too much about this, but they're literally not strapped down. They have... Uh, she almost got the gun. 
just grab the gun. Come on. What in the hell is the matter with you people? They're, 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 they're having, it's literally hanging out of the holes. It's just like, here's a piece of fruit, but you guys won't grab it because you're all mind controlled to, to do what you're told to be a, to be a prisoner. They could basically, you know, dangle their guns on a string and you wouldn't touch it because you think, well, I don't want to get in trouble. My friend, you're in trouble. You're going to prison. Probably you're not going to come out of there. You know, you, you know, for not wearing a mask. <laughs> no COVID restrictions in Denmark. No, no. When, when people, the, the, the police are in Australia are acting illegally. The government is illegal. It's illegitimate. So, yes, we would cheer for the people to overthrow their government. Just like we used to down in, uh, remember with the Sandinistas and all that stuff? I I really don't know the politics of it, but remember Nicaragua? Remember Venezuela? You want the people to overthrow that government because it's corrupt and, and, and it's not based on freedom and the people are enslaved because the government is like totalitarian and destroying people's rights? So we, yes, we, we would, as a country, we would, we would uh, deliver guns and, 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 and material uh, for them to overthrow the government. Yes, we do that. We've done that as the United States. So we root for Australia to overthrow the illegitimate government of Australia. They're illegitimate, folks. Why don't they understand that? That government is illegitimate. The dictator there is illegitimate. The government has proven to be, the government of the United States just two days ago has proven to be illegitimate. Why are they illegitimate? Because the, the, uh, the dictator-in-chief, who's now a dictator, proclaimed himself a dictator. Using this, this uh, scientific you know, tyranny of medical tyranny to say that we have control of what goes in your body. And at that point, they have violated all your rights, everyone you have. Everyone you could even think of. People want to fight it in court. But, I mean, you know, you see that, that you know, Joe Biden is, is a dictator. Everything he said that Trump would do about being a dictator and doing this and stabbing on human rights and everything that he said Trump would do, he's done. Everything he said Trump would do, which Trump didn't do any of them, he has done. He said six months ago, I would never force anyone to take a vaccine. Now he's trying to force everyone to take a vaccine, uh, whether it's good. For, there are people that would literally die if they took the vaccine, you know, instantly, because they have an immune system that's compromised, and it would send it over the edge. And they already have the documentation. They already have the medical excuse. He doesn't fucking care. This guy's a monster. He's not even a human. He's like... As my friend pointed out, John pointed out, he's a uh, basically a, a demon in a skin suit. Since he's not there cognitively, whatever it is that's animating him is taking over. To me, it looks like, you know, Jen Psaki is really kind of running the show, even though she's the spokesperson. She's one of the honchos. And that most of them watch Harry Potter movies. Apparently, they're all into, like, magic and sorcery and stuff. And they're, they, they love torturing... Uh, America because they hate America. Obviously, they're there as a, as a use. They're an illegitimate government at this point. It's illegitimate. It needs to be disbanded and then reformed again uh, as per the Constitution of the United States of America. 
as part of the Declaration of Independence. It needs to be reformed as a, you know, as a, a you know, democratic republic as a representational republic uh, of, of uh, you know, of, of, of sovereign, of semi-sovereign, I'd say quasi-sovereign states. You know, pretty sovereign, but still connected to a, a federal, you know, to a oneness within the United States. Um, yeah, there's a balance there too. But I mean, at this point, uh, with with taxation without representation and, and you know, giving all the tax, you know, opening the, the having no borders, giving all the immigration people the uh, the tax dollars, and then and then starving the veterans, and you know, it's 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 a terrible, terrible thing they've done. Yes, but but you know you have two choices. You can be traumatized, or you can take your government back. But you know, in a, if if you don't do anything, they may try to pull in Australia here pretty soon, which means a lockdown. Not for immigrants. Immigrants will be free to go and be trained to, to do your jobs and probably replace most of you. Which I know that would be such an insult. I don't think you'd want to live through that. I think you'd probably probably get pretty loud before that happens. I see people now with this, you know, Biden has done basically what we said he would do, right? That he, that there's, that, that he would, every decision he's made is to destroy. Remember when he said that the inflationary uptick in the cost of uh, living was just temporary? Well, the, there is no cost of living jump for the people that are the elites, it's only for you with your gas and your you you can't put a additional room addition, you know, for your for the you know your mother-in-law or kid that's coming along because the price of lumber is skyrocketed. You know, it's to hurt you. It's not, it's to hurt the middle class, to destroy the middle class, to destroy America. Period. And I don't care. It's all right. You know, if America's destroyed, I guess you know, say la vie. But one thing I know about America is that. People don't seem to be up on what's going on. Everywhere I go here, if you talk about the truth, they say you're a conspiracy theorist because they're not ready to accept the just basic truth. All I talk about here is basic truth. I mean, I wouldn't be able to talk right now if I had not been vindicated all along the way. You know, they, they laughed at me about uh, the, the, the the wars, you know, even predicting the, the, the next Gulf War. Uh, and, just, and just on and on and on and on like that. All right, so now we've got to say a few things about 9-11. Tomorrow, God willing, I'm going to get Frankie on the air. I thought I was going to have him today, but, but I had to do this talk. But tomorrow, definitely, we're going we're gonna to have some fun with that because he's got some new adventures to talk about, and uh, some new insights. Well, you know, he's, he's all about making progress with his, with his whatever he's working on, and I think he's made some progress here. He's got some things he can share. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then I have uh, uh, Janet. I, I, I just have to get her book in you know, to read her book, Janet Phelan. To, I would like to do a, a talk with her. She's an author that's been exiled from, she's been kicked out of the United States because of what she wrote. 
predicting all this stuff with the tyranny and you know everything you see now she's predicted. <laughs> you know what's so funny? We, I know so many people that have predicted the same thing, including most listeners and 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 friends. Have all we've all been in the same you know kind of you know it's weird it's like we're all in the same household you know because we're all predicting the exact same thing and so i'm trying to find you know today i'm giving my unique my unique gift about it you know to try to put it out there in in conceptual terms i guess my thing what my contribution my little slice is uh is, is to say that they lose and you know i've been saying that for a while now stronger they lose but they're gonna could, they're gonna try to make United States Australia. The only problem with that is that we have five hundred million guns here. Australians, when they gave up their guns, you know, a decade or so, however long ago it was, I don't even remember, but I remember they gave them up. We all said they were stupid. We all said, "Don't do it." And those Aussies, they just did it. You guys, come on, man. I equate, you know. Australians with strength, with with you know you know music and uh, you know and, and, and power, and being out back and roughing it, you know, <laughs> with the bar- Great Barrier Reef. I don't I don't associate Australia with uh, you know weakness at all. For the most part, they rejected the jab. That's why that that dictator. You got to take that woman, and you got to throw her in one of these camps. You you got to take that woman out somehow. Haul her out, put her in jail. Uh, you can't have her be. You, you, Australia does not have a dictatorship, and all those people that have supported her, they need to go to jail. You know, they know that. They know they overstepped. And see, that's why they're clamping down harder because they know that once you get any freedom, you're coming after them. So they know that they're in trouble, so they're going to hurt harder. So you guys got to, you know, break out, man. Break out. Break on through to the other side. Come on. And no, I don't mean Satan's side. I don't mean death. I mean freedom. That's right. Australia, for you, the other side means freedom. That's the other side. Australia, the other side is called freedom. I got word from friends in Australia and Tasmania, both, and New Zealand, in the last uh, week or two, all complaining about that dictator. I, look, that woman is, is, is you, you know, you, I, I, how about all the people that said when women rule, it's peaceful? How about all the feminists that said, when women rule, it's peaceful? Have you seen the head of the CDC? The spokesperson, Spocks, for the CDC. Have you seen her? Complete total totalitarian. Doesn't want freedom for anybody. Just a complete bitch. A complete lying, lying, as the CDC is so famous for. Lying bitch. And has no right to tell any government what to do because they're totally corrupt. Can we please establish that and take care of it? Please. 
The problem, Zeph, is that you don't have an army behind you, so you can't do anything. I understand. They have the muscle, so they can say whatever they want on TV, and we have to just take it. But it won't always be the case. Because if you all got up and you all protested these things, they would be out of business in one day. In one day, they'd be over. But I believe that day is coming anyway because I, I think people realize they have no choice now. There is no job to go back to. There is no life that's going to ever return to normal. I think they get that now. It's never been about COVID. It's never been about a pandemic. It's never been about any of it. It's been about digitizing human, corrupting human DNA, hooking human up to AI, and and then of course cloning, which they do, and uh, you know, and having this world run by machines. And that's basically the singularity. That's exactly what they want to do. Listen. They're going to lose anyway. But the idea that you realize there's no home to go back to, you have no job to go back to, you have nothing. Uh, you, know, you know, put it another way, you know, the people that, um, you know, are basically for the country, you know, if, you're, if you have an American flag, it's now racist. I think that shows you, All right? They're not going to crush nationalism in Denmark. They're not going to crush nationalism in, in, in Spain. No way. Nor in Italy or in France or throughout Eastern Europe or any, what they're trying to do right now in Western Europe you know, through their through their German plan, you know, of Adolf Hitler, you know, carrying it out, the final solution. It won't be honored because we have too much communication. All the facts are there for anyone that wants to look. So the only thing that I see is as they try these empty things, and you also have to convince you know, people with lower IQs that, you know, they recruit in the National Guard and stuff like that. I'm sorry that they're, they're not smart, but they're not. You know, they, they want followers that follow orders that don't question. And people like that have a lower IQ. It's, it's, I'm not saying it as a, you know, being arrogant or pejoratively. I'm simply stating it because, you know, the, the people that carry out orders and not question it are, are you know, somewhat, you know, half-witted dupes. And what you have to do with these halfwits is convince them at the National Guard and basic army or whatever they where they don't really need an IQ test or to show they've had any education or anything. They just need to be willing slaves. But to convince them that, you know, freedom is that we've had in America. Freedom is, is rock and roll. Freedom is innovation. Freedom is a guy like Elon Musk that most places would never tolerate that guy. And yet, look, he's capable of, of, of innovating things that may change the future for the better if he ever really understands his label Tesla. If the guy would ever get off his ass and actually create something like free energy, which he knows exists, but he won't bring in because under the threat of these stupid oligarchs. And they're dumb too. 
The king becomes dumb over time, you see. Big tech becomes dumb over time. You might be a whiz at Silicon Valley, but you're not a whiz when it comes to basic intelligence because God gives you an illusion, strong delusion, that you would believe a lie rather than the truth. If you believe a lie rather than the truth, your IQ will go down over time. If you believe a lie rather than the truth, eventually you'll have no IQ. You'll just be a follower. A follower. Following any anything they tell you. <laughs> anything you tell me. <laughs> you know, I, there are some rebels in Santa Fe. I know them. You know, some of the mechanics down there. Tire people down there, yeah. Not wearing masks. Very impressive Santa Fe, you guys. You know, they're just not going back. You know, MLG is screaming the the governor and they're not she's a she's a Nazi dictator. She's great in a Nazi uniform. She's a terrible, terrible person. You know, she was already terrible in her own life. You know, elitist, snob, you know what I mean? Having people quaffing her and doing her hair and fixing her jewelry while everybody else was suffering. She had people in the snow trying to get medication, you know, shivering to death. She hauled also old people over to, you know, to old folks. So she moved patients all over New Mexico, you know, trying to, you know, I don't know how many died, probably a lot. And she did something with some homeless. I don't know what happened to them. They were in Albuquerque and then they disappeared. Some say they went to some internment camp somewhere, but I I, I didn't follow through with the story. We were all under stress. We were all locked down and, you know, I couldn't do it. But uh, I wouldn't put it past her to have those camps already built. They got something down at Holloman Air Force Base, down at White Sands. Oh, yeah, they're, they've got, uh, they've, yeah, New Mexico is a New World Order uh, state. You know, with Los Alamos and all that. Oh, yeah, they're they're down, baby. Oh, yeah. You should see the people working, uh, working now. They, they just act like it's going to go on and on. Yeah, there's a new New Mexico Film Commission, and they're working on. Well, right now, what they're filming right here next door to me is uh, is the Santa Fe Studios, little studio. They don't really have a lot of them, but they're filming the series Roswell there. I know Roswell is way down south, you know, three and a half hours away, but they film it here in Santa Fe at the Santa Fe Studios. I would like to film there. It's so close to our house. I would love to film there. It's real near the prison. It's like right next to the prison. There's like a state prison and a county prison. And it's like right in the middle of that. (laughs) They need more room, yeah. Well, you know, I wouldn't mind filming there just because, but, but you can't compete. You know, the TV shows are all, everybody wants to be here and make movies here and, you know, make TV here and make Netflixes here and, Poor Netflix. Uh, poor Amazon Prime. Poor poor Paramount and, and, and Universal. They just haven't had, they don't have a clue what people need to see. Like I said, Netflix makes a good documentary. They make good, doc, they do good documentaries. 
when they're not slanting it towards some, you know, bias, like a liberal bias or, well, there's nothing with a conservative bias that they've ever done. But I mean, as long as it's not with a bias, it's, you know, like, for example, organized crime. They, they do that better than anybody. So give kudos where they are deserved. And some of the, some series have been quite good. I don't have the patience for series. Because I don't know where I'm going to be. Things are always changing with me. So I've, I, I like a feature film, you know, between one and two hours, you know, an hour and a half and, and two and a half hours, say, maximum. You know, get your idea up there and have that encapsulated beginning, middle, and end in one sitting. I need that. I, I, I started in the theater, you know. I used to write one-act plays. You know, one-act play actually has three acts in it, but you don't tell me about that. But everything is like in threes. You, but the thing is, is that, uh, yeah, theater, great theater, and then, of course, that, you know, plays and then plays leading them led themselves to you know theatrical productions or cinema then cinema is the greatest art form that ever lived cinema is more powerful than the renaissance cinema is another reason now in all its forms you know youtube and this you know all the streaming is still cinema the greatest medium there is and because there's so much of it uh, and there's so many people making videos now just their phones and things. You just, you know, it, it, you know, for example, there's already been video snuck out of the quarantine camp in Australia. We have video of it already. Yeah, that's unheard of back in the 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s. Unheard of. And this is why they lose. Because the paradigm is lost. And what there is after the simulation, the paradigm is the simulation. The simulation is the paradigm. The model that they gave us to live under is fake, and it's going to be gone. So that's going to leave, you know, that's why I think there could be, you know, there also could be an extinction level event coming. You know, I mean, just, I don't know exactly how, but if they don't get us killed by a certain date, then we're all going to be killed anyway or something. Or they think there's going to be protection from the ELE if they kill us all first. I think you have to look to the skies. I think you have to look at that Dade Whittington guy, you know, the, uh, the, the geoengineering guy. I think he's got some interesting facts. Frankie's been paying attention to him lately. I, I, um, I, just, I just see that they can't, they can't, that they can't do it. And a lot of the U.S. military is not going to go along with it. The ones that are, you don't want them in the military anyway. You can weed them out. Get rid of them. Fire them. Get rid of them. You don't want them anyway. You don't want half-wit dupes that just, I want to be with the group, so I'm going to lie and go along just so I can be liked. <laughs> is that the kind of guy? Is, are those your friends? Does that guy have your back when times get tough? When you're in the trenches, that guy got a cover for you? I doubt it. So get rid of them. Get rid of people like that out of your life. If they're not on your side, you know, that's all you need to know. You know, it's sad but true. It might hurt a little bit, but get rid of them. You want people that have your back, not because you're such a great guy, 
but because they know that you've got their back too. Because you value life. Because you're not a dupe. You're not an airhead. You're not vapid. You're not stupid. You're not like all these people following these little movements. You know, you're not meant to go, you know, to, to, to jump right out of teenage, being a teenager right into, you know, brainwash 101. You can't be programmed because you're too smart for that. Smart people cannot really be programmed. Did you know that? Unless they want it. But stupid people, gullible people, people that uh, just want to belong, I just want to be myself. No, you either be yourself or belong. One or the other. But if you belong, you're never going to be yourself. You're going to be a composite. Whatever they want you to be. Because you want to please them. I know you. You want to please them. I 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 want to please you. How many of these, like, early marriages, right, where we had uh, pre-feminism? I mean, feminism had some good things in a way, you know, getting out of certain kind of paradigms. It broke paradigms, but it created new paradigms, which are even more oppressive than the old paradigms. But for those people that got broken out and realized they didn't need a man to hang on, men that realized they didn't need a woman to hang on, or anyone else, for that matter, son, daughter, Woman, wife, club, people, bar, you know, sports, right? You don't need people to lean on because if you have people to lean on, what's going what's gonna to happen with people to lean on? You're going to get weak. You're going to have weak conviction. You're going to look at whichever way the group is going and you're going to do likewise because you don't want to rock the boat because you want to be able to have that luxury of not really being able to take responsibility. So you lean on others who are in the same boat. Pretty soon, y'all justify locking the people up. Pretty soon your group will justify uh, you know, quarantining all of America for its own safety. <laughs> jabbing them all for their own safety even if they die I know people that say you know on their dying breath I'm dying because of the booster shot but I just want you guys to know I'd do it again for the team some idiot Bill Murray goes I took one for the team no you didn't you took it because you were inoculating yourself against the unvaccinated and against uh, possible disease out there and now Joe Biden goes, it's my job to die on this hill. I am going to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated, which is an oxymoron, backwards, non-truth lie that if you get vaccinated, that's the whole point of it is you're inoculated. You don't have to worry about the unvaccinated or the variants or anything else if you're vaccinated. That was the point. So because it wasn't working, they turned it and said, 
if everybody had the jab, there would be no COVID. Wrong. Lie. If a person's had any COVID and their natural immune kicked in, it's 10 times stronger than any vaccine. 13 times stronger. Sorry. Sorry. So you lie again. You lie, Joe. You lie backwards. You Jimmy Kimmels and all you other entertainers, Schwarzenegger, all you fucking assholes. I'll tell you something. You lying mouth. You lie. And you get people killed. You know, if you keep it up, entertainers, one day they're going to come after you. One day they're going to come after you and your family. If they ever get that you duped them into something that killed them or killed their kids, if they ever put that together, Mr. Kimmel, they will come after you. Literally. I just hope they, they, you know, they're so arrogant. They don't think that uh, the people will ever hold them responsible. When they were the ones, I mean, Schwarzenegger goes, if you want to live, come with me, get the jab. We know he doesn't get the jab. He's connected to the Kennedy family. No, no, there's going to be no jab for them. No jab for Obama. No jab for any of them. They're not going to do that to their immune systems. Are you kidding? It's like destroying your immune system. You're going to go get a jab of just, oh, you might be okay now toward the end of the summer. Well, you wait till the winter comes. Look no further than the unjabbed. The reason you're all dying in the hospital is because the unjabbed, go get them! Now, if you're dumb enough that you can't even have science, not of any kind, Again, the whole purpose of the vaccine is to inoculate you against the virus and, and, and variants. The whole point of the booster is to inoculate you against the vaccine and variants. That means anybody carry any carriers, anybody without, you know, that means all protection from all unvaccinated, every last one of those suckers, total protection. That's why you get the jab in the first place. Now, they want it both ways where you blamed the unvaccinated for the fact that you, your inoculation did not inoculate. That means you're admitting that your vaccine doesn't work. So which is it, genius? Your vaccine doesn't work? Or the unvaccinated caused your problems after getting the shot that inoculates you against the unvaccinated? So figure that one out, bitch. I mean, Biden thinks, you know, or the people behind him, because there's no Biden anymore, dead in a doornail. But Biden thinks, meaning his team, you're too stupid to figure out that they just said there was something wrong with the vax, that you're going to go after the unvax, like Jimmy Kimmel, he said, and if you need to go to ICU, that bed's going to be taken away from you. And the, uh, Jimmy, the asshole, fucking piece of shit Kimmel, thinking that the hospitals are all going to be filled up with the unvac with the vaccinated now. That the vac he just told you on the air that he predicts the vaccinated will be the ones in the hospital. Does that mean the vaccine's working great? Ah, huh? answer me.
Now we're on 9-11. Biggest joke of jokes. It's a half-witted concert. A concert for half-wits, 9-11. Pull your chair right up, get your popcorn, and watch these planes fly into buildings or not. Anybody that doesn't understand Building 7 is too dumb to really, they, they should be shipped off to another country. They really should. Anyone who believes the narrative that, the, that it was just heat that made it pancake down perfectly as, it, as if professionally demolition, anyone that believes these buildings were not professionally demolitioned uh, deserves to be treated in a, in a home of some kind where they deal with you know, sub-intelligence and they, they, they'll get you your, uh, you know, go help you with your dinner and, you, you know, get you a napkin and things. They'll clean up after you. Because imagine if you're that stupid now, what, what you're going to be like when you start getting Alzheimer's. Can you imagine? It'd be just like, you know, 10 babies on steroids. Sorry to put it that way, but I mean, I mean, if you're already that dumb now, just think what you're going to be when you're 80. Imagine. Look, a squirrel. Um, you know, I, I actually, for you, death would probably be a better option. Euthanasia. You know, the people of God, though, that I know, the old older ones, Boy, they get sharper and sharper, don't they? They get more and more wisdom as they go on. You know, it's, it's like I think God has a whole bunch of things in store for 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 the elderly in Him, even though the youth won't listen because they're 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 um, not taught right in this country. They're taught backwards. Here, they're taught that youth is everything and old age is nothing. Where the old age has the wisdom to give to the youth, but then the youth doesn't want it. Jimmy Kimmel. We're not going to give you an ICU bed if you need one. I'm like, Jimmy, you can have mine, baby. When you need to be intubated, go right ahead. I'll be fine with my hydroxychloroquine, my uh, ivermectin, my azithromycin, and my 220 milligram of zinc sulfate. I'll be just fine, baby. And if it's any stronger than that and I die, don't worry, Jimmy. I'm not going to take your ICU bed. I'm going to die right here on my couch or my futon over here. And I'm going to be looking up at the sky and I'm going to be going, my last breath is going to be praise God. I love it. And love, 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 love. Right, Mr. Eli? Now, now I know death is sad. But it's less sad if the person dying goes with the Lord. Isn't it? Trish? It's a lot less sad if you see someone looking up and going, Oh my God, awesome Lord, and then they're gone. When right? It gives us all hope. I'm convinced that one of the ways that they keep us down is to keep us unhealthy 
So we can't have a positive attitude. We can't have energy, right? Talk to Frankie. Energy, right, Frank? It's all about that. How they keep energy away from us. They don't want us to have energy. Now, I just got this new thing. This What is it called? Brain force? Trish, give me some on air. Well, this is a new one that, uh, you know, I'm sorry. You guys think I'm like, I don't get anything from InfoWars. I get nothing from Alex Jones. But may I just tell you about some of the supplements? Besides the fact that they're, you know, very cheaply priced. They're not all cheaply priced, but this one, I have this one. I took this yesterday. I'm, I'm already impressed. It's brand with it. new. It's a Brain Force it, it's, Ultra. It, but it's in a tincture form. Now I'm going to go ahead and take a dropper. I took some this morning. Is that a lot? I take two. Okay. Now let's see what happens. I'm taking a full <laughs> trish. <coughs> I think that's too much. No, okay. What? I'm ready to do my uh, my SAT. Let's do the SAT test. No, I'm um, I'm ready to do that crossword puzzle from China. Okay. In Chinese. Yeah, in I know every language, but um, Jimmy, you can have my uh, ICU bed. Okay, you can have my nurse. You can have my fucking idiot doctor. Take him. I'm going to go to Dr. Stella Emanuel down in Katy, Texas. And we're going to have a video conference. And if I need anything else, she'll just prescribe it for me. Some steroids, maybe a little extra, maybe a a steroid inhaler. Keep those lungs. I have a lung clearer thing here that's mechanical that just, uh, I'm going to do some today. And it keeps you completely, just keeps that extra mucus out of there. If I get sniffles or anything happening like that, start getting any kind of cold, sore throat inside of my throat, any of that stuff, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to hit the uh, the tools, but I'm going to hit the um, I'm going to hit the oleander. Oh yeah, oleander plus other stuff. That's kind of my secret weapon. I learned about it. I hadn't heard about it. They don't advertise. Uh, I heard about it from from. Um, not David Jacobs. What is his name? He's a black broadcaster. David Harris Jr. He was the one that talked about it that I heard. And he, Ben Carson, you know, you know, Ben Carson. He came down. He was feeling terrible. And, you know, it looked like COVID. But, you know, who knows these days? It comes on like a flu. And he got the uh, the homeopathic only and i mean it's only a homeopathic but i mean it's he took it and within four hours he was back and he never i I don't know i don't have a follow-up with him but apparently he was attributing that to going ahead and you know curing him so i started getting bottles for me some for my friends you know and i i heard another testimony of of a of a wife of a friend who took it because she has to work around she's not vaxxed but she works in a in a IT, where everyone's vaxxed. And so she got sick. She, I guess it was like a cold symptom, flu symptom, whatever, and had to go to bed. So she took the oleander, you know, a milliliter, and, you know, and of course it conks you out. So you got to go right, you got to just 
do it. Best time to do it is bad. If you have to do it during the day, it just means you got to be subdued. You don't want to be doing stuff. She went to bed. The next day she was up and she went back to work and she never had another symptom of cold. Is this a secret way of... It, it just says on the label it's for treating flus and colds and, you know, complicated... Yeah, I don't know if it says COVID or anything, but it just says, you know, that's what it's for. And um, we never had this before, anything like Oleander. Now, I know that they were working on an Oleander drug that apparently takes out COVID totally. But this is just a homeopathic, and it's, uh, and, and, you know, I've taken it um, down in Texas. My lungs were filling up, and I was, when I was coughing, I was lethargic too, right, Trish? Fairly lethargic. And I would take this stuff, and I'd lie down, and then, you know, three hours later, I was up and running around again. But then a couple days later, I'd come back, I'd take it again. I'm up and running around again. Finally, um, it didn't come back. So I don't know. Whatever, I just feel very fortunate that uh, that I was able to hear that David Harris uh, Jr. commentary. And so I gave it a try. I went to myoleander.com. And, uh, you know, they're inexpensive. You know, you buy, buy it by, by the bottle or, you know, I like to buy, I like to have a few on hand, even though you got to use it by the end of the year. Uh, I tried it. I needed it, and I tried it, and I didn't use anything else. I didn't use any hydroxychloroquine. I had all those things. I didn't use any of that. I just used my oleander, and it, you know, it it didn't completely knock it out, or it didn't it knocked it out, and then a couple of days later come back, knock it out. A couple of days later, one maybe one more time. What it recommends in the bottle is that you use it at morning, noon, and night. Let's say, like you use it as a protocol throughout the day rather than just one time. So I just did it one time over, you know, time. I probably, if I decided to just cool it one day and I just did it like three times that day, maybe that would have taken care of it. I don't know. I I, I can't, you know, recommend it'll do the same thing for you because I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Homeopathics are not a proven thing, um, you know, completely. It's not an exact science. So I uh, all I can say is what it did for me, what it did for a friend of mine that I know of, that it's, it's like... You don't believe it can do anything, and then you take it, and then you see the result. You're like, oh, my God, did it really do that? But I haven't tested under rigorous conditions, like getting a, getting a real flu bug, getting a real sick type of thing, but I would not hesitate to add it. But that's for me, and that's my mileage. Now, your mileage may vary. I don't know if it will even work for you. Can't recommend it to anyone else. I don't recommend anything. I just tell you what I do and what my result is, and then you make your mind up accordingly. But when I heard that how it worked on Dr. Ben Carson, I was, you know, I was all in at that point. Because I know Dr. Ben Carson, he's not like someone to go try a fly-by-night thing. But David Harris Jr. just happened to have some on him, you know, and say, try this. It's like, whoa, what is that stuff? Knocks you on your ass. Yeah, it does. You know, so anyway, it's... uh, all these remedies we never knew about. I wonder how much of them will work for a common flu or cold. Right? They just treat corrupt. You know, I never knew about zinc in the lungs. Now I realize if I got a problem, you know, I never knew about obesity being a, a, your major cause of death with a respiratory condition. That obesity adds to it. Adds to the to the lung problem. 
I knew it kind of because I know like being fat, you know, getting fat myself because I've I've been fat, I've been thin, I've been all over the place. So when I'm fatter, I notice the breathing is harder. That I'm wheezing even. And when I'm skinnier, I'm not wheezing. So there is a correlation between the lungs and my heart, furthermore, doesn't have to work as hard when I don't have all this you know, weight on me and fat that has to keep pumping the blood through. That's going to then, that has a relationship too with the lungs. Oxygen feeds the heart. So you see, you know, you just can't get away from, you have to, this is like showing us all. And I know, knowing they're trying to kill you and that the whole COVID thing is fake in the sense of they are setting up this tyranny based on COVID, you know, using COVID as a tool, but that the COVID is not the focus. That's what I mean by fake. We don't mean that COVID doesn't exist. We know that the variants are very, very uh, powerful. They're very, you know, the mutants are occurring because you see what happens is they develop antibodies that will take out the, uh, it takes out the uh, initial coronavirus, but then every, then there's a mutation that's immune to the vaccine. You see, this is the big problem. This is like when you spray bug spray. And all of a sudden, there are those bugs that don't die. They mutate. Now, your spray, the bugs are immune to the spray, so you can't protect your crops. How many times has that happened? Tons! Same concept with the vaccines, you know, trying to get COVID. It mutates into something stronger that's harder to kill. Well, the only option they have is put something even more harsh in your body, a booster, that will get those suckers, but then it might kill you. But they're not even thinking about that. It's common sense to a lot of this. You know, a lot of this is they're blinded by greed of how much money they're going to make by, you know, by getting the government to buy all these shots. So that's the other part of it. But I mean, you know, they know it's going to mutate. So they know forever you're going to have to have boosters for the rest of your life. You know, think about, yeah, 300 million people you know, every week having to have a booster and take pills too. Think about the people that were laughing. How about this one, folks? You want me to make you mad? How about this one? Guy goes to the hospital, you know, with COVID symptoms, you know, test, they test him. And of course it's positive for COVID because everything is positive for COVID when you're doing a fake PCR test. <laughs> anyway, so he uh, uh, tests positive for COVID. And then he requests ivermectin. And they, they deny it to him. They say no. And then he dies. Trish, do you have an update on that story? No, but I have an update on PCR test. PCR. Yes, Kelly, the guy that invented it, is uh, totally illegal. Massive. PCR testing is a criminal offense under Canadian law, expert lawyer says. The article is on LifeSiteNews.com. Toronto, Ontario, on Thursday, August 26th, constitutional rights lawyer 
Rocco Galati, revealed that the polymerase chain reaction, PCR test, being used to identify individuals with COVID-19 are illegal to require and or administer per Canadian law. Galati, the head lawyer in a constitutional lawsuit against the government for unlawful COVID-19 measures, stated in a press conference about the suit that PCR testing is a violation of the Genetic Non-Discrimination Act, which which was enshrined into federal law in 2017. Right. And so they can't give it, but they're going to give it anyway. Now, what happens when your government, you win in court, and they do it anyway? That person, that government becomes illegitimate, and they need to be replaced immediately. And the people, it's on the people to re- to replace them. Okay, just like in Australia, the people have to remove that government. They need to be put on trial, Nuremberg trial, and they need to be jailed or whatever's going to happen to them. That's what needs to happen in Australia. Can it be done peacefully? I, I, I what, What's your definition of peace? If they're keeping you locked down by a gun and you can never get out and you're going to die in your homes and die in these concentration camps, uh, do you have a right to rebel? Hell, yes, you do. You have a duty to your children, your grandchildren. If people are treating you that way, you need to make it right. You have an illegitimate government and an illegitimate dictator, just like we do here with Biden. He's illegitimate. The entire administration is illegitimate. The entire State Department's illegitimate. And the Justice Department's illegitimate. And the FBI is illegitimate. And the CIA is illegitimate. We have a completely illegitimate government here. I mean, at Nuremberg trials, they would all be put to death. And it would take a long time to get rid of them all. Not to mention the Hollywood celebtards that went along with it. You know, what I hate is that these, because I know them, you know, from being in Beverly Hills and Malibu and stuff and growing up there and, you know, just being around that whole that whole thing and parties and, you know, the whole the whole bit, the whole sick bit. What I hate about it all is how they, they, they all act. They just know they're above you and they hate you. These are the nouveau riches. These are the people that just made it. They were poor. Now they're rich. They're the worst because they just hate, right? They hate the little people. And I can't explain the hate. It's a profound hate. It's the kind of hate, though, where they would not take the jab but tell you to take it, knowing that eventually down the line with enough boosters, it'll kill you. That does get them off. And that's pretty much all godless celebrities, which are not everyone, but, you know, uh, uh, enough of them. And, and you know, they, they, you know, you go to any Hollywood, you know, movie party or anything like that, They'll always have the below the line roped off from the above the line. And they'll always have this antipathy between the two. And uh, that's why independent films are so difficult because you get these jaded people from, you know, from been mistreated in the film industry. And then they see a little independent film where people are all nice and everything. And they can't help but take advantage because they, uh, they, they, they just hate anybody that's in charge or anybody, you know what I mean? They get their chance then. With, uh, with an independent film to, 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 to wreak some havoc. As Mike, producer Mike says, insurrection always about the beginning of the third week, like around Tuesday, there's a, a, a mutiny attempt. And it's true. It's true every, everywhere. Well, not true everywhere. 
But it's because of the fact that uh, uh, I believe that that all stems from the way they're treated. They get treated badly. Then, then when they're on an indie film shoot, then they feel like they're king. I've actually had Teamsters on a film I was doing. We had to have Teamsters run the generator. And I've actually had them butt in line in front of the actors and everybody else, insisting they were first. But it, was, it wasn't personal. It was just this, 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 this like weird thing from the way they've been treated, you know what I mean, from, from conditioning. And um, I saw that, and I was like, well, I never saw anything like that before, but yeah, okay, I understand it. I get it. People are all too happy to let them, they're very happy with the generator. The guy just has to sit there in the generator. He, he, he just has to watch it, you know what I mean, make sure it's got fuel in it. That's it. And the truck usually has a fuel you know, tank on it. And, uh, you know, so, so it's, 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 it's funny. It's, it's this whole hierarchy bit and this whole thing, but usually they'll rope off the above the line. They all go and have their cocktail party. And then the below the line are all like, you know, playing pool and around the bar area. And so the two are, are divided. So it creates a, uh, hatred between the below the line and the above the line. The above the line are producers, actors, you know, the, the people that don't get their hands dirty and the below the line are people that do get their hands dirty and they don't want the two to mix. And uh, so the antipathy grows and grows until finally the, the revenge of the little guy, the revenge of the, the little worker bee is when they get on, like I said, an indie film or somewhere where there's not, it's not a studio picture where everything is union, where they can kind of do what they want and they get the chance to get even. And they do. And a lot of indie films are ruined because... Uh, the crew won't um, won't cooperate, won't won't follow the director, won't you know just just wants to get even for what happened to them in the past. Oh, you can make a whole study on this psychologically, but uh, I had one guy walk up to me on Girl Next. He goes, "This is pretty lame," but you know, he goes, "You know, as if I don't know anything." And I've been this is not my first rodeo. I've been around the block a few times. He goes, "You know." Uh, you know, whenever there's a problem, Zeph, it's always above the line. <laughs> it's never below the line, right? And, and I, it's like the guy just sits there lying. But he, it's not just lying, it's conditioning. Well, we get a, 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 you know, fairly young man like that to say something so asinine and so ridiculous. It's always the above the line fault. It's never the fault of us worker bees, we always do a good job. And meanwhile, they're doing everything they can do to sabotage the, uh, you know, the, 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 this, the picture, getting this thing ready, or, you know, just being a lot of passive aggressiveness you have to deal with. And basically, you know, one good way is just fire somebody on the third day and make that an example for everyone else or try to put some fear of God into them. But you're never going to do it like a big studio picture because everybody has to behave then, Right? Yeah, well, we know. That's, uh, I think, one of the reasons why we went to uh, Serbia. Because in uh, we know that in that in uh, Eastern Europe and, 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 and throughout Eastern Europe, the crews are very professional. We had a fabulous... Uh, that, that, that situation, that's, a, that's very American. 
in Serbia, in in uh, you know Greece, in uh, I'm just thinking of other places, Spain, other places, you know, like that. There is no problem. There is no issue. People are, you know, a film is a film. Doesn't matter whether it's studio, indie, whatever, and everyone's going to behave the same. But that's a dream crew. That's the way it used to be here, yeah, thirty, forty years ago. But I mean, that's the way it is there now, and that's one good reason to go because guess what? You're going to make your day. Your your dollar is going to go further. You're going to get more up on the screen, and you're going to get real, real, you know, dedication, politeness, uh, professional, you know, uh, regard, and th- with that, you could do a lot, you know. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's a big hassle to go way, way over, you know, halfway around the world. Uh, but we have to do it here. Unless you're going to be like, if you work for Netflix or something like that, it's like we produce a film for, that will be a Netflix film. There'll be no problem. You know what I mean? Everyone is well behaved. You know, it's when it's Amazon, same thing, you know, and all the studios in Hollywood, same thing. But when it's indie... You know, it's like everybody, you know, it's like, it's like all the problems I've had in my life were caused by you people. That's what, that's how they, 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 they behave at times. Not all the time, but I mean, that's what can happen. And, uh, we went through it in LA. You know, what I used to do in LA is, you know, I won in LA two, two films. I won each one, but I won by bribery. I was, I would give them cigars and Jack Daniels and, uh, and, you know, and, uh, and Guinness, you know, I put it on the grip truck. I put it on the different trucks. So they were ready on Friday to get their cigars. And every once in a while, I'd bring them during the week and line them up, you know. And uh, they, were, they were good. It, it worked. We didn't, we didn't have, as far as I know, on dementia, we never had a, a, a uh, we never had a, res- you know, insurrection then, did we? No. Right, Trish? Oh, with one of the actors, we had a problem. But in the end, in the end, it was just one big party, you know, like one big, you know, everybody was celebrating and partying that we got, that we wrapped. And so it, it was, uh, it, it was good. It was good. But I, like I say, and you know, it, it, it doesn't take a little extra. It just takes being kind of thoughtful and realizing, you know, there's going to be some backlash from the, the, cause really crews are treated like, like crap, you know, when they're, when they're working these bigger pictures. And so they needed, you know, so that it stored up a lot of anger, you know. And it's it, it's it's the fault of the of the really the fault of the system, you know. The, the, and the unions have failed them, and so it's okay. It's it's not it's not unique to America. It's just that America's had, you know, had a long time. You know, America does not really like independent filmmaking, and and uh, you know they they. They say they do, you know, they say they have Sundance Film Festival after all, you know, but all those are conformed, you know, to the society that nothing is out. They have a questionnaire for Sundance where they what they're trying to do is get as many like people LGBTQ uh, women from Uruguay or, you know, different kinds of, you know, what they call diversity. And because of that, they just want to really have no white males, no you know, no, no people like that in there. And they, they weed you out with a questionnaire. Questionnaire should be completely illegal. That's complete discrimination. And that Sundance, slam dance is a similar thing. It's terrible. It's a, you know, definitely a culture war. And there's probably hundreds of, I, 
great movies you're never going to see because they've been, you know, stopped by by people. Even films that get released, and then the the trolls jump on it. Like if it has, well, like take Dallas Sonia's film, uh, Run Hide Fight, great movie. Can you find it? <laughs> Good luck. But I watched it. I joined up with Ben Shapiro's you know, site, Daily Wire. And, you know, he has articles and, you know, a conservative website. But I had to go there to actually see the movie. And I did. It was it was actually about the same as seeing it, you know, a first run in a theater. And what was the big political? Why are they attacking it? And now they're getting it on IMDb. And, they, you know, it's terrible. What is the big problem with the movie? A woman is using a gun to defend herself. You know, about how, how the gun helped to save a bunch of kids. Not her gun, but a gun that she, you know, she's trying to survive a school shooter. And for that, the left jumps on her. Not, not her, but the whole movie, you know, crapping on everybody, saying it's, you know, and, and they knew this. That's why they only wanted to release it on Ben Shapiro's side because of the culture war. But I mean, it's like, you got to be kidding me. This is just a story about a girl that's in school, very organic, and, and she ends up getting a gun that, that you know, and, and, you know, that she can protect people with. But it's not all about her with a gun. It's about her running and hiding and fighting with a gun and not with a gun. And, you know, it's about surviving a terrible debacle at school. But they just... They, they, the narrative they want is they want to have a shooter go in and shoot everybody and have it be the gun's problem, okay? So because it didn't go with that narrative, they jumped all over it. What they try to do is bury it with negativity in the beginning when it first comes out so that no one will see it. They'll do this to any of you. <laughs> well, how many films have got, you know, gotten down to that level? to where, you know, they're not going to be on pay-per-view or they're not going to be on Netflix. They're not going to be in, in, in those other places because they they attacked it. Now, I'm hoping we see Run, Hide, Fight somewhere, but I haven't seen it. I, I know that uh, the producer, Dallas, is making 10 movies for Shapiro. The first one will be Gina Carano and, and the great Eric Red's screenplay off his book called White Knuckle, which is, I, I'd be... I'll be seeing that on day one. I look forward to that one. Yeah. Oh, they'll believe me. Gina, uh, she's a you know big artist and MMA fighter. And, you know, if you like big women, a beautiful big woman, and uh, you know, really, really, uh, you know, strong, fierce, sexy, all that. You know, she's got it all, and. Um, <laughs> you know, the Disney darling speaks up and says something like about, I don't even know what she said, something like America or something about positive about America, or something on that level. And she was just exiled. And then uh, Eric Red, like I said, he had, uh, he had, he did this great movie called The Hitcher. He wrote the script and, when that script was out before it actually got produced, that I had a chance to read it, producers I know were circulating it around, and everyone was going, how does this Eric Red guy write so well? 
I mean, he's a fucking genius. I was like, yeah. And, and, and we were all so jealous. I was reading it going, oh, man, this guy is killing it here. And then the movie turned out to be you know, amazing with uh, Rutger Hauer and uh, C. Thomas Howell. Real simple story. Well, this one looks kind of similar, only it's about a truck and a guy in a truck who's out of control who hurts this woman in some way, hurts her. And then she finds in her, her better self that she's going to have to fight back if she's going to survive. Now, that kind of story I'd love to see tonight. You know what I mean? I, and the kind of story I want to see right now, I just want to see anything that has to do with vengeance. <laughs> you know, guy has a kidnapped, uh, you, you know, it's, uh, you know, a uh, family member being held hostage. They, they 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 kill the hostage. The guy goes on the rampage. He happens to have... I know we've seen this a million times. He's got all kinds of skills, and he takes everybody out, or she, either way. Yeah, perfect. Um, You know, even... Uh, yeah, vengeance, vengeance. Uh, I think right now, if you you have a vengeance screenplay... And you know what I mean? If any kind of vigilante screenplay, anything like that right now, I think would, I don't know. That's just my gut feeling, but I just think it would, uh, I think people want it. I think people are mad and they're angry and they hate the system. If it has anything about going up against the corrupt government and killing everybody, I think they would just love it. They would just love it, you know? And, uh, Hollywood is usually slow, you know. They're too they're too slow to figure this out. So it'll be taking an independent production company to maybe it's Shapiro. He's he'll, that'll be a big hit, and then they'll all copy it. But of course, in copying it, they they won't get it right. They still won't get the bang. It's the guy that comes up with the idea that puts it out there first that wins. Always and everything, movies included. Right, the copycats are never that good compared to the original. Anyway, you know, be that as it may, I do feel the the country is angry. Uh, paradigm is lost; it's broken. People are have, have, have had it, being told what to do with these masks, these cloth diapers. They're sick of it. The face diapers, whatever you call them, they're sick of it. Uh, in in China, the the masks and the uh, and the vaccines are optional. In Denmark, there is no requirement for anything. Sweden is following suit of Denmark, and they're all gonna they're all gonna follow the same. And I would hope France or or Italy or somebody has the you know Spain has the guts to to, to do as do similarly. Certainly through Eastern Europe, you know, Bosnia, Herzegovina, the, the, you know, Serbia, uh, y- you know, Romania, uh, all that, you know, goes likewise. Russia, I think it already is that way. Right? Is Russia that way, Trish? Either there's no requirement, a min- minimal requirement, but I mean, I'm not sure that the vaccines are mandatory. Again, they're not. Vac- I mean, they work on a certain level. They create a protein that emulates the the the, the COVID, but the COVID is not the problem right now. The problem right now is the the variant got out of control, and the f- CDC panicked. The the 
the drug companies, Big Pharma, completely panicked. And they're like, oh, no, there's a mutant. And it was, what caused it? The vaccine caused the mutant, idiot. When you spray the bugs, there's a bug that survives. And the, 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 the shot is the equivalent of the bug spray. It's the same thing. And now there's a variant that's stronger than the shot. So they got to come back in with a booster. Well, a stronger shot, it's already causing kids to have heart attacks. I mean, you know, stronger? You really want to put that in there too? You see the issue. But none of that is even the issue. The real issue is they want people dead by 2030. Always remember what AOC said. We're not even going to be here in 12 years. It's like you, you guys are all acting like we're going to be around. We're not going to be. I mean, if they get their way, we're, none of us are going to be. She's right. None of us are going to be around. Just think about that. When you start putting it in that context, life and death, then it's going to be a lot clearer what you're, what you're looking at. Stop looking at the COVID. Stop looking at the CDC. Stop looking at the, the rhetoric. Stop looking at, for God's sake, stop watching Jimmy Kimmel. And people, Bill Maher and, you know, liberals that are, they're pushing the agenda like they're going to be around. It's like, Jimmy, you won't even be around, buddy. Same with you, Bill Maher. You won't be around either. Yeah, and the same thing with, you know, with Donald Trump. He's pushing it. I'm like, and you won't be around either, Donnie. You know, none of you, no one's going to be around. If if it goes to the point of like a, that where they get so frustrated, they just start spraying us with, you know, some kind of, you know, thing that kills on, on, on contact, which, believe me, I don't put it past them. These people are completely crazy, but they're completely rich. And they're richer than the governments of the world. They, they give money to the governments of the world. I mean, in other words, they run the show. So you're beginning to see now why they panicked, right? You're beginning to see why Biden's panicking, right? You understand that now is the time. Now is the time, you know, now is the time to to fight back, yeah. They're about to take off that next layer of velvet glove. Well, some people are amazed that Biden didn't have interstate checkpoints already. And if that's the case, Trish, you and I aren't getting out of here. What do you think of that? Yeah, the governor was really pissed off. She wants checkpoints every every you know, interstate. I don't. They can't block every you know, road, obviously, you can take back roads. But they just want to stop the ingress and egress from the states, you know, and have no, you know, and, and the, the other states that want to be free, they don't want to do that. And uh, the Biden administration was afraid that if they did the checkpoint, people would go completely nuts. What are they afraid of? They're afraid of the people right now. They're afraid that even this time he jumped too far and now the people are going to go insane with anger and remove the government and take the government back and all that stuff. They go, well, those are statements are terroristic. 
Now, they're not terroristic. I mean, they would be to you because you're the terrorist. The terrorists have already had their say. They're already occupying, you know, the government. Those are the terrorists. A government by the people, for the people, that's not what we have. And that, that's what we're supposed to have. And if we don't get it, we're supposed to rectify it somehow. And and so, you know, you don't take your marching orders from them or their opinion they call you a terrorist. Anybody that wants freedom would be, right now, if you like freedom, you're a terrorist. If you like the American flag, you're a terrorist. If you like good health, you're a terrorist. If you don't want to be obese, you're a terrorist. If, if you want to remain married, you're a terrorist. If you want to pray to God in Jesus' name, you're a complete terrorist. If you believe in the Constitution, you're a terrorist. If you believe that education should be about, about education and not about indoctrination, you are a terrorist. If you like good things for your family, you're a terrorist and a racist. If you like anything decent in life, you're a terrorist. If you want to feel good, you're a terrorist. Every single thing that you want as a human being makes you a terrorist. So the only way that you could ever please them will be to die when they say to die. And there's already people doing that. Trish knows. There's already people that said they would take another, their dying breath, they would take another jab if, they, if, if, if it came to that again. There are people dying that said, I, I do it again for the country, for America, when taking the jab is the single worst thing you could do for your country and a complete act of, 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 of uh, being a traitor and a complete uh, act of you know, self-mutilating terrorism in the sense that you're denying that great immunity system that you've got in your body you're denying our society to, to have advantage of that. You're taking that away and replacing it with a faulty immune system from faulty science. And you're saying that I'm being patriotic by killing myself and by lowering my immune system. I'm somehow being good for our society. Because I'm lowering my immune system. I'm lowering the effectiveness of my ability to fight off this thing. And what that's going to do to you is make you dependent on them for extra medicine, for boosters, for everything. And, and, and you won't be able to defend yourself. Your, your, your immune system won't be able to defend you. Meanwhile, vilifying the people that are doing good for this country and sharing their immune system because they had COVID, they got over it, they, they've, they've, they've supplemented themselves, they take care of themselves. These people that take care of themselves and do a good job are somehow the enemy. Okay, clown world. Well, what that tells me is that we need violence. That's, that's at some point it's going to get violent. You know, I mean, there's, but don't worry because the people you'll be fighting will be too sick to win. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, there may be a silver lining here where the people die that are being these, think they're virtue signaling and being good because they're destroying their immune systems with these jabs that are untested and, and, and causing great harm. So they keep getting jabbed until they kill themselves. And, and, and basically, they're not here in the future. So, you know, 
you win. But don't worry. No, no. The government would never let that happen. If you started winning by attrition like that, they'd find some other thing to try to get you with. Yeah, it's really weird being in the crosshairs of the government, you know, like, like you know, you know they want everyone dead. And, and like I say, AOC and all these other liberals, when they're saying, they're not liberal, I mean, they're sort of Marxist, leftist, uh, revolutionary types. They've already said that we won't be here in 10 or 12 years, and this is what they mean. The, the, you have to translate that, oh, it's global warming. No, 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 it's this. It's that they've read Agenda 2030 and they know what it means, right? And they're telling you straight, they, they don't plan on being here. You know, because they're saying no one will be. I would take that seriously, folks. Okay, guys. Okay, lovelies. What a great uh, time we've had this morning. And then uh, tomorrow, like I say, Frankie will, God willing, make an appearance here, and we're going to have some fun with that. And then um, I've got some books I have to read that I've got to interview this uh, great writer. And then, uh, you know, my i got some new tires on my RV that don't quite fit right. Now I'm finding out. They said they'll make it right, though i got to take it in Wednesday and... Oh, boy, I just hope I can get this stuff done in time. All right, well, God bless you, each and every one. Got to find the right thing. Now, how how prescient was AI? I know I played that song a lot in the past, but, I mean, you know, AI was done five or six years ago. And it's really... You talk about something that was fulfilled... Something that's been fulfilled. It's come true. No. Where is it? Okay, here we go. Larry says play duel. Duel, okay. Larry is directing me. Larry's directing me away from that. Okay, Dooley, here you go, Larry. Well, if anyone requests this song, of course I'm going to play it. Uh, Larry, Larry championed this song. I didn't think it was any good, and, and he said, yeah, we got to put it in the movie, and he did. I had nothing to do with that. I was kind of, in, you know, I'm insecure about songs being, in, you know, chosen for things. We, had, we got a couple in this movie. In the new movie, I must say, we don't, did not like that. I, I produced... With these great artists, I produced uh, and co-produced a uh, a song. I mean, I wrote um, you know the music and the and the lyrics, and then and then went on to get uh, a really top-notch team to, to to help you know and, and and a vocalist. And it's more of a you know professional thing, yeah, but uh, that's all professional. What am I saying? My mixes are usually better than than what you hear on Spotify, so. Here you go. One, two, three, clip. 